0: I didn't name this podcast yet.
1: Okay. It'll name itself.
0: It'll name itself.
1: Yeah, it'll I name itself. It.
0: Oh, I'm excited about this interview already. So, uh, <laughs> welcome, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to this podcast that doesn't have a name just yet. Um, I have a good friend that I've been able to really watch grow okay and this isn't going to be an interview like me asking you questions we're gonna have a conversation okay? yeah we're gonna talk
1: that talk like yeah, we always do
0: absolutely yeah. absolutely so um one just introduce yourself real quick before we get into it because i got a bunch of questions
1: oh lord all the pressure so my name is melissa mitchell i am originally from miami i've been in been in atlanta for about 12 years now and i like to say i'm an artist by mistake um one day during a snowstorm as everybody loves my story 2014 homeboard. Valentine's Day comes and goes. I'm like, Lord, I can't do this another year. I said, I need some purpose. I need to have a good time. I need to give this life a new meaning. And I literally heard God say paint. I was like, paint, make earrings. Should I paint the house? Should I change my room around? God's God is like, no, you need to paint. I'm like, okay, I'll paint. Um, had some old wood in the garage, had some paint from when I was making gifts to my sister. Um, and I just start doodling on a piece of wood. And I was like, man, that'd be dope if I added some black to it. So I found some old school magic markers and started filling in the black lines. And so I put on Instagram, yo, guess who's a painter, LOL. Somebody DM me, DMs me is like, I'll give you 50 bucks for that. I was like, for this? Jeez. This took me 30 minutes. <laughs> that times about 10. I could pay my car note, my light bill. I said, let me do this for real. And so woke up once the, um, the ice melted, mm-hmm. went and got a whole bunch of supplies. And I was like, I think I might be an artist.
0: See, weren't you glad you wasn't booed up during the snowstorm?
1: I think that was a I think that was a deliberate. Uh, I, I tell God all the time that don't despise your cave moments. That was my cave moment, mm-hmm. and um, I was able to bring to life something that I didn't even know was inside of me. So, um, super grateful that date didn't work out.
0: <laughs> um, oh, okay, it was set up, but okay, it was um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It did. I mean, it was just you know you have that feeling mm-hmm. when something is not for you or for you. I always tell people to go with it. Even if I'm wrong, I'll deal with the repercussions later, but I'm so glad I was like, nah, I don't really want to go on another date. And I just stayed home and stayed at that moment. And I'm big on sitting in my emotions. Mm -hmm. And so I allowed those emotions to funnel through me. And then I was able to bring to life something that I didn't even know I had. And what year was that? 2014.
0: 2014, what month? February. February, 2014. 2014. Goodness gracious, so four and a half years ago. Yeah. No, three and a half. Four and, a half, yeah, four and a half years ago. Yes,
1: yeah, so I started painting four years ago. Um, did my first mural in 2015 and I created my first wearable piece of artwork in 2016. Um, so it's been a monumental year every year since I picked up the brush. Um, just a little bit more faith has been garnered with each step. Um, and so even last year, haven't even had these out for a year. I've sold almost a thousand worldwide. Wow. Um, can I keep them in stock? Wow. Um, I'm almost scared to tell God what I want to do because God's like, oh, oh, you want, you want me to do something else? <laughs> Boom. I was like, oh, Lord, I need to make a decision. And so when you have one idea, it's so important to follow that because so many doors have opened just from following my passion for one thing. One thing opened up more than 11 doors. And so I tell people all the time, don't be afraid to follow that because even the closed doors led me to this door. Mm. So saying no to him or saying no to that, to this job, to that trip still led me back to this purpose. So everything was leading up to 2014.
0: So idea, you in the crib, you're painting. Yeah. Like just letting your emotions flow. What was you listening to? What was you listening to?
1: Robert Glasper.
0: Robert Glasper, Robert Glasper
1: okay. um, just got hip to him. It was a combination of Robert Glasper and foreign exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be a pianist growing up and so I'm really big on making my own lyrics and music mm. and so when I just kind of listen to melodies I kind of imagine what the musicians were thinking mm-hmm. and so because my level of creativity is that way that translates into my work. So a lot of my pieces have pianos our music keys hidden inside of them. Mm.
0: Wine and a wine. No, I don't drink at all. No one.
1: Okay, good, good, good. Spring water.
0: (laughs) So it's just so amazing. Yeah. Like we were just talking before how um, like you weren't like formally trained. You didn't go to school for art. It's not something that you've been working on since you was a kid. No. What separates you from someone who's like really pushing this dream and they just can't seem to get ahead?
1: Well, I think for me, I'm pushing my purpose. Um, and how there, however that looks, that's how it comes. And I always told God that if I would not take the pulpit like my family did, I come from a family of pastors, that I would need something else. And so one day I said I woke up and I traded my pulpit for a paintbrush. Mm-hmm. And so for me, painting is just an avenue to talk about purpose, to talk about manifestation. Um, so if it wasn't going to be painting, it would be fixing cars. Mm-hmm. It would be being a dentist. It, was just, it just so happens to be my avenue that ended up being colorful and very expressive. But I really don't think I focus on painting. I mm-hmm. focus on being able to talk to people and sharing my story and telling them that they can make it too. And so people want to buy your story. It just so happens to be on a canvas. Right. Um, so whether I'm selling cars or running marathons or you know teaching children, I think my purpose is more so teaching and, and giving information than it is artwork.
0: Gotcha. So all right. So we go. We, I gotta go year by year. 2014. Okay. okay. You paint, post a picture. Somebody says, "Let me buy that." You sell it. You make the money. Yes. What happened next?
1: Um, I start doing art shows around the city.
0: Hold on. No, no, no. You can't jump that fast. I did. What do you mean? Somebody buys one piece and now you're doing art shows. So,
1: did that. I'm telling you, the power of social media, people underestimate it. Mm -hmm. Um, You have people that are not following you that are watching everything that you do. Mm -hmm. Um, Met the owners of Funk Jazz Fest. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's Mm -hmm. at Tabernacle. Um, Met them. They're like, we love what you do. We have one spot left. I was like, okay, i it. Hold on. I'll did you it. post
0: more paintings after that?
1: Well, I'm chronicling everything I'm doing. Right. Like, oh, this is what I'm doing Tuesday night. Just finished running, going home to paint. Just left work, going. So I'm right. doing all of this. So my footage on my page. At this point, I had like 200 followers on my art page. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at about 13,000. Um, just and I every
0: saw day. That. I saw that. Now, I
1: literally went from 200 followers. Um, and organic, never asked anybody to post me. This is just every day. So 2014. Hey, you know, love what you're doing, love your work. It's very expressive. So people saw something in me. I'm thinking, this is a stress reliever. This is just something I'm going to do to pass time, make some extra money. Um, He loved my work. Um, I I ended up getting the premium spot at the art festival under the light. I mean, I can show you photos. It literally looked like a light was coming from the ceiling. It's just the way that the venue was set up. Um, From that moment, met one of my great art friends, Fabian, um, occasional superstar. Meet him. He's like, yo, you got something. What's your name? I'm like, Melissa. So he's like, I'm gonna, we're gonna be friends. I am like, okay, we're friends. And so he invites me to stuff, I come out. So I'm really just working the art scene because at this point I'm like, oh, I guess I'm an artist. I need to do art stuff. (laughs) And so following the art movement and just really networking um, and not being afraid to tell your story. Hey, I'm not really an artist, but I wanna learn. And so I'm just soaking up all the knowledge, never really saying I need help painting. I'm just saying, I just wanna watch people. So I'm watching, reading, and every night I'm looking at artwork before I go to sleep. And that's important that you control your narrative when you first wake up and when mm. you go to bed. So I'm looking right. at art, I'm listening to art, I'm watching art, I'm going to art shows, so I'm saturating myself with all things art. Mm. And so eventually, 2015, I don't know if you guys heard of Bar, one of my girlfriends was like, hey, they're looking for somebody to do a mural, I know you've never done one. But go tell, them, go tell them that you did. I was like, hey, I've never done a space this size, but I think I can do this. So I bring like 20 pieces of artwork, lay them all over the floor. And I'm like, hey, can I do a mural here? He was like, I don't know if we can trust you, but I think I'm going to, I'm going to just take a leap of faith. Right. They locked me in this place. I'm like, Lord, what am I about to do? <laughs> I put on my Robert Glasper playlist. Um, I, I, at first, I had a sketch. I said, you know what? I'm just going to let God do it. So God gave me this idea of doing like a kaleidoscope with a piano going through it. I freestyled a kaleidoscope all over the bathroom, hmm. locked myself in there, Start just picking colors up paint the bathroom. They're like, how did you get this idea? I said, honestly, I have no idea, but please love it. At first they were like, this is going to be crazy. I said, y'all give me one more day. (laughs) So I added my black lines, added all the detail. They were like, this is phenomenal. Um, And since then it has been the number one selfie bathroom at the location. So again, having blind faith in myself and in my talent allowed me to create something that I didn't even know was inside of me.
0: Wow, wow. So So that's 2015.
1: 2015 was all about murals. Let's talk 2016. Um, 2016, so I'm natural, have a big fro. I'm like, man, I need to figure out how to cover my hair when I go to these shows. I'm wearing like fabric from all over the place. I said, I need to wear my own artwork. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving nobody else no pubbing um, and telling, oh, I bought this wrap from this person. I said, (laughs) I want to wear my art. And so I'm up late at night, as I always am. I get a DM from this couple. I'm like, look, I'm not into that weird stuff. Don't DM me like this is weird. He's like, no, we just moved from Tennessee. We're a husband and wife team, we're printers, and we think that your artwork would be perfect for what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh really? I said, well, I'm gonna send you a, a proof. I put Melissa Mitchell all over the artwork. I sent it to them in PDF file. They said, well, meet us after work. And so I come near my little, my badge from work. I literally have them a long skirt, being real worky. Mm-hmm. Um, they create my first pair of socks. I'm like tearing up. I said, this is what I saw in my dream. They said, well, you said something about head wraps. Let's start looking for fabric. So for the next four months, we're vetting head wrap fabrics that are good for your hair, they are good for your skin. Wow. And so my first debut collection, 100 head wraps, sold out in 30 minutes. Mm. I drove to my, my college homecoming, Florida A&M University, sold them out of my purse. Wow. Um, people were meeting me on the side of the road, like, where are you with these head wraps? So I look into the audience at homecoming. I see all my head wraps all over the, over the campus. Um, I call them and say, y'all, we need to make about 500 more of these. And so we get everything on the website, they sell out in minutes, and my wearable art begins to take off. Now my guys are like, bruh, what about us? So yeah. I, I debut the head wraps, I head wrap the, uh, debut the socks, debut the bow ties, debut the pocket squares. Um, and so by the end of 2016, I'm sold out everything. Wow! People buying Christmas gifts, people buying shirts, like everything you can think of. I was like, if I just put something out there, people are gonna buy it. And a lot of times we think about, oh well, Dave's not gonna pay $20 for a pair of socks. Mm-hmm. It's not Dave who were concerned about buying things. And I think for me, I was always thinking outside of my network. And I think that's what made me more powerful. Because a lot of people think, oh, my friends aren't going to pay $100 for a piece of artwork. I'm not worried about Dave. I just need Dave to post it. Right. I need Dave to be <laughs> hanging out with me with the artwork in the background. Right. Most of my business comes from friends and friends and friends. Because they say, oh, if Dave's hanging out with Melissa. She's got to be cool. So I'm gonna. she's, she's now co-signed. Mm-hmm. And so my network begins to grow just from friends wearing stuff, me wearing it everywhere I go. Um, Having conversations, somebody hearing about it me talking about it. And that's how my, my business was able to grow.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so 2015, you debuted at Head Raps. 16. 16. So last year, 2017.
1: 2017 was amazing. So at the end of 2016, I started to DM all my favorite celebrities, stylists. I said, I don't care if they tell me no, I'm going to DM them. Mm-hmm. So late one night, 2016, it had to be like October, November, I DM Lupita Nuangos. Stylist. I say, yeah. hey, I know she wears head wraps. I know you probably get DMs, but she needs mine. Mm-hmm. So I wake up, because this is London time. I wake up like 3 a.m. Hi, how are you? We love your work. I said, We wait, wait, Lupita loves my stuff. He's like, yes. yeah, she would love your stuff. Wow. So I ship things to London, send her a whole care package, send it over to her. She loves it. She's in love with all the things that I do. Um, OK, cool. So I'm thinking, OK, cool. I planted that seed in November, October. So fast forward to 2017. Around June, July. No, no, no. This happened in February. Somebody DMs me, Melissa. You need to look on Lupita's page. She's twirling in the head wrap that I sent her. Wow. I love this piece of wearable art. Did it? She's twirling and having a good time. I said, Y'all, that's my head wrap. Mm-hmm. So she posts that. People start seeing it's her. I repost it. I sell out all of my inventory in 30 minutes.
0: Mm, 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 mm.
1: The power of people wanting what somebody else has. So that sells out. I was like, Y'all, she's twirling in it. Maybe I should make like a jacket. Mm-hmm. or some sort of wearable, like a long cape to make me feel like... Um, like this. Yeah, yeah, so this is what yeah. I came to So <laughs> when I was in school, um, I was always very bright and out of control. And mm-hmm. so my dad said, you're going to be like Joseph in the Bible. Joseph had the coat of many colors. And so Joseph, um, a lot of people didn't understand his powers of his dreams and all his different things, but he had this coat from his father. He wasn't the oldest, he wasn't the youngest. He was a favorite by the father. And so my dad said, "One day you'll know why that story is so significant to you." I'm like, "Okay, coat of many colors. Anyway, I'm going out. You know, I'm like, whatever." Um, so when I came up with this idea, I said, "Wow, if everybody can understand the power of colors and being royal, like Joseph with a coat of many colors, this would be dope." So again, I'm going through materials. I'm going through all these different things, and so I came up with something called a kimono. So a kimono for me, people say call it a duster. I was like, "Dusters feels like it's gonna be on the ground." Kimono is a royal garb that you know of our, some of our Asian brothers and sisters wear, um, and so I said, man, it'd be dope if I wore something. And so again, went through a little bit of trial and error, debuted these, and um, I want to say it was in August of last year, mm-hmm. um, and people went crazy over it. People were like, I have to have one. And so even to this day, I have waiting lists about 50 or 60 people long. They want to just send me cash. They just cash asked me money. I said, y'all, do not send me money. They're not in production yet. Um, so once I did that, again, Lupita fell in love with it, looked online in June or July of last year. She's in Vogue magazine talking about her favorite things. My head wrap is laying strategically wow. on the table, and she's wearing wearing it in a photo as a skirt.
0: How do you get all this stuff to happen? Because it seems like, yo, you started, I can't it
1: started, even, it started, I can't started take like credit the momentum. With... I can't take credit for it. I really think it's because I believe so strongly in the, in the destination, I don't worry about how it's going to happen. Yeah. And so it's like, I know I'm going to get over here because the GPS told me so, but if I made a left or right, I'm still going to get to that destination. So I literally lead with blind faith. I, I, I really believe in my gift and I don't, I don't take no's as a, it doesn't make me feel bad. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people think that if a closed door happens, that's it. Like that's it for my, my talent. Now she's not the only person I DM. I DM right. about 30 people. Mm. Right? But she was the one person that that, that actually said yes. So I think that you got to cast your net wide enough to let one fish come back. Because we're going to eat either way. And I think people cast that 30 out. And if all 30 don't come back, they're like, oh, well, you know, my life sucks. But it doesn't. Like, you still have the opportunity. My gift is out there. And so she comes up. She falls in love with it. And now people are like, well, what does Lupita have on? And so now I have celebrities saying, what is that? I was like, that's the thing I mailed you two years ago. Remember that? (laughs) And now I have people saying, I've seen you somewhere. I was like, yeah, I I mailed you that package. And so now I have people coming back around like, wow, you've been on the grind for two years, for three years. And now people are understanding the gift. And so 2017 was crazy. I drive to Essence Festival, Mm -hmm. pack up. I made 30 special pieces. I have all these fresh um, inventory. I sell one hand wrap and no art. Really? We have a blowout on the road. Mm. Um, Ants get in my car. Um, I'm having like the most terrible time ever. But me and my mom in the car. I said, Mom, you know, God showed me that I would be in Essence Magazine. God showed me that I would be selling stuff at Essence Festival. I said, well, I'm not coming back until I'm a guest of a, of a, of a brand. I'm like going off. She said, well, honey, if that's what God told you, you believe it. <laughs> so I'm in my feelings. You know, I'm going through the motions. I'm still like, well, God showed me this. I'm going to hold on to that. Depressed, upset, sad, but the whole time still painting putting on products. So I get a DM August of 2017. Hey Melissa, there is somebody looking for an artist in Atlanta. I was like, okay, they're looking for art, some of my info. Mm-hmm. Then I get another DM. Hey Melissa, um, I work with a team for Essence Magazine. They're doing an art show in Atlanta. They're looking for an artist to feature for My City Four Ways. I said, okay, is this like a joke? He was like, no, uh, you'll be on a call on Monday. So I just give him my number. I said, just call me, send me an email. Hi, this is so-and-so with Essence Magazine. I'm over marketing. She's over so-and-so. I said, I'm on the phone with y'all. Like, I'm on the phone with (laughs) y'all? Y'all are calling me? Now, mind you, a month earlier, I'm depressed. I'm sad. I saw nothing at Essence Festival. All these things happen. Hey, we've been watching you for a year. Come to find out one of the editors has been following me. Wow. I gave her my card at an event the year previously, never knowing she was actually gonna follow me. Didn't even know her name. She had been following my journey. Two or three other have been following me, following, but because you don't really know who these people are, you just, oh, got a follower, cool. At this point, I'm like a 2,000 followers, so I don't know who these people are. They fall in love with my work. They're like, hey, we're gonna pay you to paint live at the event. You're gonna have a commercial for Ford. Mm. You're gonna have a driver for the day. You're gonna be able to showcase wow. your stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry. And then they said, oh, you're also gonna have a page in Essence Magazine. Wow. And so I'm sitting there like, my mom was like, if you would have given up when we left New Orleans last year, you would not have come to this moment. And so I just sat in that. I was like, if people knew what tomorrow would hold, they would get over today. Mm-hmm. And so in that moment, I was like, I'm doing something right. Um, everything makes sense up until this moment. So have the show. I'm a standout, I'm on stage, I have somebody make me a gown out of one of my favorite paintings. I meet you wow. Ambrose. All these things are on my dream board. Mm. All these things are written in my book. And so I have a box called my manifestation box. So I'll sit at work and just write out what, I, what God is telling me, fold it up, put it in the box when I get home. And so every day of the year, I just go home and just pull something out and say, wow, this happened. Wow, God did this. So I literally remind myself. And so the magazine, I didn't know it was gonna come out. So I get a DM from one of my friends. She's like, "Girl, you know you're in essence." <laughs> I said, "No, it's supposed to come out in January." She's like, "No, it's in there now." Right. I p- open up to page sixty-five, and everybody knows eleven is my favorite number. Six plus five equals eleven. Seven. So I'm in the middle of Kroger, like, "Bruh." Me and my sister, like, "Bruh." Like, we're like boohoo crying. They're like, "Ma'am, is everything okay?" I was like, "Y'all, I'm in essence. Like, I'm in essence." <laughs> and so the wow. year ended with me following up from having been in vo- in Vogue being in Huffington Post and ending the year with Essence. And mm-hmm. so that was such a full circle moment because January started with barely selling art, having a couple of head wraps here and there, but still kind of like, this really is cool, but it's not like where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And so leading up even to this very moment right now, coming back from Essence Festival, um, I just told you earlier, I told my mom last year, I was not going to Essence unless somebody's paying for this. Um, I had to back all the way up. So Spanx.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you skipped over Spanx.
1: 2018 has been, what is this, July 15th? We're only six, seven months in, and I'm like, it feels like it's already 2020. Mm. So much has happened this year. Literally, I can't even imagine. So we'll come back to the Essence story. Let's talk about Spanx.
0: Let's talk about Spanx.
1: Let's talk about Spanx. So Spanx put out this contest to have your own bra, have your art on a bra, illuminate her. I'm like, oh, that's cute. I mean, I don't need to be on a bra. I do head wraps, whatever. My sister's like, you need to apply for that. I'm like, okay, I'll apply. So I'm a procrastinator. As (laughs) driven as I am, I'm like, eh, I'll do it later. I won't do it. Every week, somebody's like, did you see the thing from Spanx? I was like, yeah, I saw it. Okay, I'm like, why is everybody worrying about what I'm doing? I got this, I know what I want to (laughs) do. I get another email, and so I emailed to myself. This is like, at this point, it's February 26th is when it comes out. June, uh, May, uh, March 7. Somebody else emails me. Emails me. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. I forget to apply. Mm-hmm. So March 26. This is a month afterwards. I go and do a photo shoot for this big time artist, and he's like, "What do you have on your plate?" I was like, "Well, you know, I want to really expand my brand. I want a global brand to like really be my co signer he's like, "Well, what do you have?" I said, "Well, this Spanx contest came out." I said, "I haven't even applied. It probably already passed." He said, "I don't care what you're doing." He said, "Even if you don't win, they need to see your work." I was like, "You're right." I get home, I said, dog, today is the last day, so I'm scrambling. I was like, (laughs) so I find artwork that's in my house. I find one that's on my kitchen wall, Mm because I have over 60 pieces in my house. I find a painting that's on my wall, in my kitchen, one in my living room, and one in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. I was like, these cute, they'll like them, whatever. Throw the application together, and my computer crashes. I said, okay, God, but you told me to apply, so what's the problem? Log back on, cool, I'ma try it again error message. I said, like, okay, I don't know if it's God that doesn't want me to do it. So I emailed my sister. I said, I said you need to get on the computer. She's, I'm actually on the computer right now. I said, so I'm going to email you my whole application, see if you can get it on there, too. She's like, yeah, I emailed it. It went through. I said, no, there's some confirmation email. She's yeah. like, girl, it went through. I'm about to call my man. I'll talk to you later. I was like, I was like God, I don't have time for this because like, I'm like super anxious. Right. God was like, you need to release it. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to release it. So I'm thinking the whole time I didn't get it. I didn't get selected. They never got my application. I'm like, cool. So this was, God, it was like March 30th. I Can't remember the date. So anyway, so we moved fast forward about a month. I get a DM. I got, you gotta love your DMs. You gotta, you gotta monitor them. <laughs> I get a DM from a lady named Karen. I was like, hey, Melissa. No, doesn't. hey, do you know I can get in contact with Melissa Mitchell? I said, yeah, I like I run the page. Cause you know, ABO Creations is under it. So they're thinking right. it's being ran by somebody else. Right. I was like, sure, I'm Melissa Mystery. She's like, uh, what's the best email to reach you at? I sent her my email, congratulations. You've been selected as the final three candidate for the Illuminate Her contest, wow. global contest. I'm like, I'm sorry. Wow. Who? Yeah, you've been selected. I'm like, I don't, I, I said, I, I called myself. I said, bro, I think I, think I like kind of won this. I think it was like final. <laughs> She's like, I told you, you're my sister, you the best. And I'm like, I was like, I, I, I'm blown away. So it's me. An artist from Paris and another dope artist is here in Atlanta. I was like, how did they choose me? I was like, Spanx doesn't even like bright colors. What do you mean? Yeah. I get down to the final three. Um, so I'm very big on faith. So me and my, one of my best friends, we decided we're going to film our own Spanx commercial. Mm-hmm. I said, whether we win or not, we're going to film it. the winning commercial. So we go film a commercial all outside. We do a whole campaign, vote for me. you know. I do a whole photo shoot of my bras because I'm leaving the next week for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to Cancun. I'm not worrying about this. If I win, I win, I'm gonna release it. We do a whole campaign. I say, hey, vote for me. All of my voters crashed the site.
2: Wow.
1: In retrospect, when I talked to them, they said, we don't know what you did, but these people were so supportive of you. Our, our system crashed more than once. Wow. And so um, talking to them, they're like, you had so much support, it was so crazy. And so the whole time, this is me on the first side. like, I hope I win, I, I think it's good enough, I hope right. it's good, I hope it's not too bright, I hope it's not too this. The whole time they're like you're dope you're wonderful people all over the world are falling in love with wow. your work and so i don't know what day was it may 30th i ended up getting the winning call i'm at my nine to five right i got all my casual clothes you know i'm at work so they're like hey melissa before we post it online just letting you know um the good news you've been selected to have your bras all over the world
0: mm-hmm.
1: from japan to miami florida all over uh-huh. the world in airports in stores in sacks in neiman's and I just sat outside, I was like, I almost didn't apply. I almost never picked up a paintbrush. Like, everything from 2014 led up to 2018. And I just, I, it was so overwhelming. Like, of course I cried, but I was just like, what would happen if I was more fearless? Like, what have I missed out on because I wasn't confident enough? And I, and that, and I believe that's why God allowed me to win that contest because there are so many people sitting on incredible ideas but they think it can't happen to me. Right. or it won't this won't come to life and so
0: what advice would you give that person
1: be fearless i mean you've heard no before it's not a foreign language to you if you hear no that's okay no's are okay for me like i almost look forward to was no as i open the yes i'm about to get right and so i think everything led up to all the no's led up to that one yes all those no's are worth it because mm-hmm. that yes i had was so much bigger than what i could ever imagine wow. um it was worth it and so every felt relationship every time i got let go even my father passing away, my grandmother passing away, all the tears that I had built up, it literally led me to become that kind of artist because I was so I'm such an emotional artist. All my stuff has emotion in it. So had I been a happy-go-lucky girl with everything per- being perfect, why would I need to paint? I'm in yeah. love. I'm happy. I have kids. I have a husband. I have all, right. all this. Um, but because I was in such a dark place, God allowed my artwork to be a light. And so now my light will be all over the world. So, even more.
0: So let me before we move up to 2018 because this your year is just. Uh, phenomenal, right?
1: It's like, it's, it makes me speechless. So you,
0: you talked about being fearless, mm-hmm. but for the people that are fearless, fearless, you're telling them you don't need to be fearless, but what would you, what type of advice would you give them if they don't know how to, how to not be fearful? Or, you know what I'm saying, like, what, what do we need to do mm-hmm. to get over that fear? Because it's easier said than done, Absolutely, right?
1: absolutely. I think for me, um, from the artist's perspective, I never stop creating. I never stop painting. Um, The painting that ended up being selected, I painted in 2015, Mm. and I never sold it, nobody ever bought it, it was literally being passed over at art shows, Um, but I never stopped believing in myself, and so backstory about who I am, I listen to audiobooks every single day, I listen to messages every single day, I write to myself every single day, and so there's a lot of back work that has to be done, you can't just wake up and be like, I'm fearless, I'm going to be the best (laughs) so-and-so in the world, I, I, have, I have my moments of low self-esteem, um, I have my moments of self-doubt, um, I have my moments of, I'm tired of all of this, I just want to win the lottery and forget everything. Even now? Today, yeah. I wrote by looking at the lottery. <laughs> I was like, so I just can't be a lottery winner? I mean, right. is it only people that live in trailer homes right. in the corner? And so God is like, you did win the lottery, your lottery is right here. You're just going to have to take a little bit more to get that fortune out of you. And so I think for the average person, the, the journey is like there's no cookie cutter way for me to say you need to do this. You need to do that. I think doing the spiritual internal work is where the secrets are. Um, I find all of my ideas in my darkest moments. Um, mm-hmm. I know my father passed away. Last person to talk to him. Completely traumatized by that. I still feel him with me. And so instead of being sad about it, I was like, all right, dad, we'll be manifesting today. So I mm-hmm. talked to my angels um, Harnessing that darkness, harnessing your low moments is where you really become stronger. I think a lot of people allow their dark moments to conquer them and not realizing that your mind is so much more powerful than anything you can ever experience. And so the cookie cutter way for me is to read every day, to write every day, to listen every day. You have to you have to envelop yourself with things that are positive. I mean, literally all throughout the day. Like, there's no moment that you could be, like, hanging, like, even when I'm hanging out with my friends, I'm like, let me read an affirmation. Like, even my phone says, I am a master manifester. My words are life. Love is mine. Money comes to me in miraculous ways. Favor, increase, overflow, designer to the elite, supernatural acceleration, debt-free, major global exposure. And I read this every time I touch my phone. Wow. So even when I'm not motivating everybody else, I'm constantly motivating myself. Um, and I think a lot of people are so busy trying to give out all of this stuff and they're not feeding their internal, internal man. And so that's really what my secret is. I, I can't even say, oh, I have, this, I have no agent. I have no, no formal training. I have no formal publicist. I made my sister become my publicist. <laughs> I made my mom become my CEO. Right. And my sister's my production manager. Um, and so as I elevate, I bring my whole team up with me. But you have to believe in self. I think that's the, that's the secret ingredient. Um, Constantly study everybody that has excelled, even not in your field.
3: It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story.
1: Like, Oprah is a journalist, but she's a, she's a master manifester. Um, Sarah Blakely is in design, but she's a master manifester. You look at Damon John, he does different things, but it's all about the internal work. And all of them had a breaking point when they decided that they wanted to be greater. Yeah. It wasn't because, oh, Oprah this, like, even she talks about the color purple. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I need to lose weight. I need to do this. They called her from the fat farm and said, don't you lose a pound. We want you just the way you are. <laughs> right. And so even me, Melissa, I was like, well, is my stuff too bright? She said, no, we want hot pink straps. Hmm. I said, on a bra? She said, oh, no, we about to turn this whole game out. Wow. So I'm thinking, oh, Melissa's too bright for Spanx. They're like, no, you're exactly what we've been looking for. Hmm. And so being confident in who you are, whose you are, and what you can do really sets you aside. And I think that's, once I decided, they're gonna to to take me this hot pink or not. Right. And if you don't want this hot pink, then I'm about to move on. And so once I decided that, the world was mine.
0: Let me ask you a question. Say for instance, you were uh, in a Sprinter van mm. from Atlanta to New York. You yes. got 12, 13 hours. Yeah. With Sarah Blakely oh and Oprah Winfrey.
1: After I finished uh, being off the breathing machine from painting. <laughs> Yeah.
0: What are the conversations? What are the questions? Like you get around a circle like that. Because that's going to happen
1: soon.
0: For sure. No, I, 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 I have a meeting.
1: Gonna... No, I have a meeting with Sarah, so that's happening like in the next couple of weeks.
0: Well, I just don't know if they're going to do a road trip. Well, I don't know. I, Maybe. Listen, you never know. But though. no,
1: I'm trying to convince them to do a, a tour. Ooh.
0: So, but
1: I'm not. I'm not going to put any limits on what God can do.
0: Sarah Blakely's amazing.
1: Her oh, energy. I her
0: speak one time. Her energy.
1: Was... But but Sarah knew she was something more. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also talks about losing, uh, losing 11 people in her life hmm. leading up to that. So, and that's your number. <laughs> and Oprah talks about, you know, she talks about being raped, she talks about her miscarriage, or yeah. talked about her abortion. Like, they talked about their darkness. So I want to know, at what point, did they realize that their darkness was their superpower? Hmm. At what point? Um, money is cool. I mean, I'm making a lot of it. Not even, and not saying I'm not happy about the money, but once you realize who you are, I think that's, that's the whole thing. So like, what do you say when you look in the mirror, Oprah? Mm-hmm. Sarah, who do you see looking back at you? Mm-hmm. Um, what is your greatest loss and how has that propelled you to where you are? Um, what makes you happy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what makes you sad? And I think once you learn about a person fundamentally, you can say, oh, that's why she's able to succeed. You know, looking at death as a way of life. Um, mm-hmm. I was literally the last person to talk to my dad, but he always talked about, you have to maximize every single day. He died with the Bible open. And writing notes and so you look at people that you love the most and seeing how they live their lives and saying I'm not doing this just for me I'm doing this for all of us that didn't right. make it you know and so for me I'm dream I'm dream chasing for my ancestors um, I talked to my therapist she said I'm feeling so many people behind you I said you are looking at people that, that that left the mantle for me to pick up so I'm carrying a coat that's so heavy people can't even feel I can't even sleep at night thinking about what I need to do for tomorrow wow. um, and so you know, Oprah, who, you think, who do you think you're doing this for? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you tell your younger self? At one point, did your self-esteem take a turn? Because as great as all these women are, we still feel unloved, we still feel unwanted, we still have problems with sleep. You know, um, I know Sarah talks about, no matter what's going on, she always takes a bubble bath. Mm. She don't care if she's in London, got a big meeting, the kids are killing each other outside the door, I'm taking a bubble bath. How do you, how do you uh, maintain self when you're going so high, because I'm learning that now my body is telling me you need to sit down. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you take that moment for yourself and not feel selfish?
0: And it's so interesting because your your questions are more internal because most people say, well, how do you get on TV? How I don't do want do to know that. Because how do you market yourself? How do you brand? And it's just so interesting that you're yeah. asking more of the internal questions. Cause because oh, well. when,
1: that's a secret weapon. Who, I, who Oprah is as opposed to who somebody else is, is because she's Oprah. Yeah. Not because what Oprah has done, it's because who Oprah is. Yeah. And that's why Melissa, as an artist, has been, been able to do so much more than people who have been trained to do this because people are like, well, who are you? Mm-hmm. And so when you look at a canvas, you're like, that's cool, but what made you choose red? And I said, well, that's because this means this. And so they want to know your story. And so it's bigger than, well, how'd you make $1,000 of it? I could put a price on something and somebody would still pay it. Whether it's $100 or 10000 they want to know who you are. And so that's why people are so fascinated with Basquiat because his stuff is so cryptic. Like, man, what was his mind
0: doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: people want to own a piece of that mind. And so even in his death, people are still trying to figure him out. Yeah. And so when you become a billionaire, a self-made billionaire, two billionaireesses, right. self-made, come from nothing. Um, you got one from Clearwater, Florida and one from the backwoods in Tennessee. You know, how do you, how do you get past that? I think when I was little, I always had a mic in my hand, I always had my pink cowgirl boots, and I always was in front of the mirror. I knew that whatever was gonna happen, I was gonna be in front of the world. And I never let go of that belief. I didn't know how it was gonna happen, but I knew it would.
0: Mm, What don't you know that you know you don't know? Like, what is it like, yo, I just don't know. I don't know this.
1: I don't know, like, I I think about all the time because I'm unmarried, no children. I always wonder what gifts I'm gonna give off to my offspring. Mm. Like, I don't know that. Um, of course, I want my children to be creative. I want to leave my gift to somebody. If something happened to me, I want a husband that would carry it on, but I don't know. Yeah. And I try to not operate in the unknown because that's what takes me off the current known. Mm-hmm. And so I have to trust that the same way I didn't know Ford were calling me to go to Essence Festival, full expenses paid, that's the same God. You know, the same God gave me ideas that would be coming to fruition in 2018 from 2014, the same God. And so I usually just say to myself, it's the same God. I can't worry about
2: it. <laughs>
1: because, I mean, you get so caught up in like, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to find a parking space. Or what's going to happen in th- December? And my was like, girl, it'll get here when it gets here. Mm-hmm. And as the scripture that talks about, every day has enough worry of itself. You've got to stay in July 15th. You've got to stay in this moment. Because if I start worrying about March, April, May of next year, I'll be so off course for today. I won't be able to really enjoy what I have now. And so you've got to talk about it being the same God. He's, yeah. He knows it. What, knows is, what's
0: up. what is your uh, religious belief system?
1: Oh, I'm definitely Christian.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but I'm definitely more spiritual than I was religious. Mm-hmm. And I think once you experience a lot of no's, you're like, this, this church stuff, it's gotta be something outside of this. <laughs> I'm not getting enough on Sunday and Wednesday and online. And so once I begin to really uh, divulge into ancestral stuff, knowing what a spiritual being we really are, um, law of manifestation, which is really having blind faith. Mm-hmm. It's really all the same thing in different languages, and I think once you realize it's all really the same thing, Mm. you're like, oh, this God, this Christian, it's all the same stuff. Um, But I really do believe that we are creators. Our words, our mind, our thoughts, we create our reality. And it talks about God created the heavens and the earth by speaking it. Mm -hmm. So if we're creating God's image, we can speak things into existence. And so we serve the same kind of God. If we're created like God, we're little gods. And so that's a whole nother (laughs) thing. But I mean, we're created like him. We're given the same deutimous power that he has. And so he's placed that in us. And so I think a lot of people think it's sacrilegious to think we're that much like God, but God wants us to know that we hold that same power and that if God is in us, we are God. So um, I think once you really harness that belief, you're like, oh, so if God is up there, he put it in me and I made his image, I'm kind of like God on earth, right? So I can do the same thing God can do. And so I think once I realized that, it's okay to to do some research. It's okay to talk to people who don't have your same religious beliefs. You don't allow those fine lines to keep you from other great people. Um, and that we really all are in the search of the same thing, which is a greater sense of self. Um, and that God created these things for us to have and that we just, we really do possess the power to change our reality.
0: Wow. So I, I wanna, uh, I, Goodness gracious, so many questions that I have for <laughs> you. But I do want to walk through 2018. Yes. And then we, we got to go into the future. So, oh, yes. 2018, let's, like, what, what's been your journey? And what have you learned?
1: So 2018, process? I don't know if you've heard of um, Miss Tina's wearable art gallery, ga- um, ga- uh, gala. Hmm. She has it out in, um, in California. I said, man, I'm, I'm in this wearable art space. I need to be at this gala. I need to go. So I see the tickets went on sale. I'm like, I'm going to get a ticket on Friday. It's cool. I'll get one. You know they sold out. Had already bought my plane ticket. Mm. Had already got my room. I was like, bro, I cannot be in this city and not be at this gala. Mm. So Had a relationship with one of, the, um, one of the stylists. He loves my work. We're actually real friends now. He styled Beyonce's baby shower, so mm. he's really in that space. I was like, hey, I'm coming to Cali. He's like, cool, call me when you get here. I was like, no, I need to see you, <laughs> I need to be in there. So uses my stuff for Shea Moisture, had a gorgeous pop-up. We, I create some little mini gowns, they wear kimonos. I was like, well, you know, don't have a ticket. He's like, well, Mel, I can't really let you in. Did it, I was like, okay, I'm freaking out. This is gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. So I'm losing it, but I, I, I said, mom, she said, God brought you all the way to California. He would not make you a fool. So I'm praying, I'm, I'm, I'm going back and forth. So I laid my dress out. I said, I'm going to the gala. This is on Saturday morning. Mind you, the gala, we have to have a call time at four o'clock. This is at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm pacing the floor, my cousin's like, what's going on with you I was like, y'all, we don't have a ticket. She's like, well, she's if anything, got to give you a ticket. Cool, we go to the pier, we go have food. I get a call from the stylist, Mel, you can come. You need to get here in like an hour. Wow. I already had the dress out. Laid it out. I already got the hair wraps out, shoes out. <laughs> I literally put on my clothes, put on some teal Adidas, run down there and meet them. I get into the gala. So much is happening that I don't even take photos because I'm like in awe. Beyonce walks by, I thought it was God. I'm just like, <laughs> like it was so, It was such an out-of-body experience that I felt like it was a dream because I saw it in a dream. So I manifested that moment in January and by February, March, I was sitting in the middle of that dream. My sister gets a call on him there. Hey, Forbes wants to interview you. Forbes? I'm sorry. What? Forbes? She's like, yeah, Forbes, like the magazine. There's a sector at Forbes called Women at Forbes. So they highlight women that are doing their thing, up and coming, mm-hmm. whether you're big or small. Um, they wanna do an interview for me. They're so proud of what I'm doing. Do an interview with them. Um, have a guy come to my house Sunday morning and take photos. He leaves his light. He's like, well, we can't really get any good photos. The lighting's bad, so I'm freaking out. I said, like, bro, this is for Forbes. You're gonna mess up an opportunity. He's like, we'll figure it out. So I'm mad looking out the window. We open all the windows. The picture we use is the win- picture I looked out the window. Mm. I'm like this at the window, like, I'm freaking out. But he said, in that moment, it was like a light came on and that was the light filled of the room. Mm. We didn't even have a flash. Wow. That's the light they use for Forbes. I mean, the photo they use for Forbes. And so moments like that happen to me all the time because even as all this great momentum, I'm still inside like, God, what is going on? God is like, bro, I got you. Like mm-hmm. you just started this by mistake. I was the one that <laughs> gave this to you. I'm going to keep you. So I always remember that it's the same God that will sustain you. So that happened. So I get the, the word of art gal, I get Forbes. Um, Ford is calling me again, I get Spanx. Um, up until even right now, I'm in the middle of a, um, I just did a pitch for Ford Motor Company mm-hmm. to win a car for two years. Mm. So they're gonna give me a car, well, when I win, yeah. um, for two years, to expand my business. Um, leaving Spanx two weeks ago, they said, well are you ready for, you know, this is like a global brand. I'm like, yeah. She said, well your photo shoot will be in your head wraps. Mm-hmm. Do you have enough head wraps to keep up with demand? I was like, I mean, I guess. I mean, I'll, I sell like 100 to 200 a month. She's like, no, you realize this is going to be all over the world. You're mm. going to need to increase production by 1,000%. Mm. So if I'm selling 100, I'm to be selling 1,000 a month. Um, when Sarah Blakely went on Oprah for 30 seconds, she sold 80,000 pieces of Spanx <sighs> in 30 seconds. She said, you realize that Oprah effect has rippled over into Spanx too, right?
0: Mm, 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 mm.
1: So I conceivably could sell out in 30 seconds. Yeah. Once my bras hit the market, they're gonna to wanna to know, well, what does she have on her head? What does yeah. she have on her back? So now I am vetting production companies all over the world. Um, I would like to say domestically, but we're gonna to have to probably do a hybrid of some things over in China as well as here. And so mm-hmm. I'm gonna to have to drive my artwork up the East Coast.
2: Unbelievable. So I'm
1: having a conversation with Spanx, never knowing Ford would be calling me to say, hey, you have an opportunity to get a car for two years, which is what I would need to expand my business. And wow. so it literally was, God, like God said, I got a need, I have a solution. They're about to meet in the middle, you have no idea. And so I'm sitting on stage like, this is crazy. Come to find out, my mom tells me that I was brought home in a Ford Taurus. My dad was a <laughs> Ford car dealer. Wow. And you know, the, the word Ford it itself means going forward. Mm. and. Um, And so it was literally, so as I'm talking to her, she's like, this is a full circle moment for you. I said, I think it is. And so as I'm leaving the stage, I created a whole video montage. And so the last video, the last photo on the video was supposed to be something else. But as I leave the stage, it's the photo of my dad Mm. behind me. That wasn't even supposed to be the last video, last photo. So as I'm walking up the stage saying bye, the photo behind me is my dad doing this. And so I was just like, it's so eerily orchestrated by God that I have such fearlessness when it comes to what's gonna happen next. Mm-hmm. And so I have to remember that in my moments of doubt, but even as an entrepreneur, you have to keep a list of what God has done, because it's so easy to forget.
0: I like that, I like that. You have that. to keep, keep a running list. list. I love it. Because love it's almost
1: it. like, I forget how good you were to me. It's like being in a relationship. Like you have, any time my guy friends are telling me about to break up, I said, go back to when she was good. List all of that out, and don't, don't call her until you read that. Mm-hmm. Man, she was good, man. When that one time I broke my leg or that one time she made me that dinner, the one time we fell in love or that one time we we walked around Buckhead talking about what we would do when we grow up. Mm-hmm. Go back to that. If you're still mad after reading those 50 things with God, then you really got to reevaluate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Right. You and have so, a deeper problem. And, and so I do that all the time. I'm like, God brought – and I'm sitting on the stage like I'm at Essence Festival, all expenses paid, talking about my story. My dad is behind me. My whole family is here. God is like, if I brought you here, 2019, you ain't even ready for that. Wow.
2: 2020,
1: you can't even imagine. 2021, you can't fathom. And so, when we talk about the future, I don't even like to put, like I have a dream board that has a letter written to God, but I also have a blank sheet Mm -hmm. on my dream board. um, And it's a blank frame. And I wanna leave room to God to do whatever he wants to do with my life. You can't
0: even see it just yet
1: because I have no idea. But I don't want to be so constricted to, I want this, I want a husband, I want a white picket fence, I want this, I want that. And God is like, okay, but that blank page, mm-hmm. that's Ephesians 3.20, exceedingly above all you could ever ask or think. Wow. Like, I may want a new car, but God is gonna give me a brand new free car. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking for cars the past two months. And every time I would go to the car dealership, something would happen why I didn't go. And then Ford comes calling, hey, we got an opportunity, you know, be on the lookout for an email. I'm like, God was like, that's why I want you to go to a car dealership. Wow. And my car note is ending in December.
0: Wow. So it's yeah. like
1: literally everything's like, like I said, the need, the solution, meeting in the middle.
0: So we, <laughs> I, I think you kind of brought it around to the, the like, the way I like to kind of end the videos is like with the prediction. Yeah. I want to know. Hmm where you're going to be five years from now. So I want to be able to look at this video and say, wow. yo, Melissa, she, she said that. Yo, that. I, yeah. got, I have the footage.
1: Yeah. She said yeah. she was
0: going to do it. This was five years ago.
1: Yeah. So like I told Spanx, even before I won, I'll be the number one textile designer in the world, most sought after designs. My designs will be recognizable um, by the likes of children all the way up to presidents. Um, I will have work in some of the major museums around the world. Um, I'll be happy. I will have a house full of maybe two kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll be loved. I'll be cherished. But most importantly, I'll be revered as somebody who believed God without, without any restriction. Um, my gifts really have made room for me. Um, something that started off as a mistake really opened doors for so many others to find their purpose. And I know that my work will speak volumes, not because it's so great, but because my story is great. Mm. Um, and my work will be sold in stores. And, and that, like I said, it's bigger than money for me. It's all about reach. Mm. Um, I think people need to know that their gifts are bigger than just creating money or just bigger than creating new national stages. Um, it really is about leaving an undeniable mark on the earth. So if I leave here in five, five days or 50, 50 years, the world will not forget me. Um, I think people need to really focus on leaving an undeniable mark on the earth because Even I talk about my father so much because I don't want the world to forget it But I meet people randomly say are you Michael's daughter? Oh my god, and so I hear a whole story about him And so I said man, I want people to remember me that way Um, I want my heart my art to really to instill a sense of hope um, Heritage make people do a little bit more history about themselves Mm -hmm. um, all of those different things So I think I'm on track to be exactly who God wants me to be and I think that's the biggest thing. Money will come, but purpose will be here forever, and that's exactly where I'll be in purpose.
0: So what are you putting in that two weeks? Like you, because first <laughs> off, you can't. Like you, I know. You really cannot I work know. your job. Like it's. I mean, you can, but like it's.
1: It's getting difficult. Oh,
0: I, I can imagine.
1: Um, it's it's getting to be at the point where it's hard to do to balance. Mm-hmm. Um. I think when I have to start doing these on-site visits for production, I'm going to have to just take a leap of faith. And it might just happen on its own.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I I believe God is going to be like, all right, this is cute. You got your little benefits. You can figure (laughs) this out. You don't need to go to the doctor. You're in a healthy place. Um, And I just think it's it's organic. I mean, you know, Damon John worked at Red Lobster up Mm -hmm. until he was a millionaire. Um, Sarah Blakely was still selling fax machines. Um, You know, Oprah was still trying to do stuff at the studio. So I think it's... I'm creating a story for people who are going to end up like me Mm -hmm. who may they may have faith but that line they got an ankle on the line it's like okay God and so I'm going to let the story write itself I'm not going to put any restrictions on I I need to do this by December it better happen by Monday because Mm -hmm. God hasn't been that way with me so Mm -hmm. why put that restriction on him so if I if I do take that leap of faith I need a $50,000 contract waiting when I leave just Mm -hmm. because God knows how I feel about things and how how much of an asset I am to my family. And so, because um, I recently bought a house. Congratulations. Um, bought that. I was living at home, and since my father passed away for the past eight years, so I'm 35 leaving my parents' house. And so mm-hmm. people are like, I can't believe you're living at home. I said, well, that's what my assignment was. The moment I signed my paper at my house, I sold paintings for $1,000 almost twice, two or three times a week. Wow. So God was like, I just needed you to have the faith to leave where you were. Mm-hmm. Still able to give my mom a blessing do stuff for my sisters, pay my mortgage up months in advance. But it would not have happened had I stayed in that safe place of faith. The moment I took that leap, I paid all my furniture off. I had everything in my house. I literally moved into my house and was able to host people in my house in two days. Mm. The movers set everything up. I had all my paintings already painted, um, had everything purchased from my house, down to my comforter, down to toilet paper, down to paper towels. Because by faith, I bought everything before my house closed. Mm. So when 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 I walked into my house, everything was done. Uh, bedroom, man. rugs, down to towels. Um, I woke up one day and said, man, I want some new towels for the house. Target had towels for $1.59. <laughs> <laughs> this Let's
0: stuff just about, happens all the time.
1: Well, I mean, because I put it out there.
0: yeah.
1: And people say, you're just lucky. I said, no, I just believed that it could happen. Mm-hmm. I believed. And so I don't unwaver from that. I said, well, if it didn't happen today, it could happen tomorrow. It's still a possibility. Mm-hmm. I always believe in the possibilities. And so when it even it comes to marriage, people are like, when are you going to get married? I said,
0: I never saw somebody act right.
1: Huh?
0: saw somebody act right.
1: I mean, and, it, and it's not even that. I just, I really believe that when somebody inspires me to be more of who I am, mm. that's who I'm going to marry. Um, when Y'all I think hear
0: of, that? Y'all hear that?
1: Inspire me okay. to be more of who I am. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's beyond looks and beyond money. Well, you got to have some money because I can't remember my poor. But um, I really think that it's somebody that inspires you to want to create. Like love should be an inspiring thing for you. And so I had some incredible human beings in my life, like we talked about, but mm. It's all about saying, can I take a moment from Canvas to create something with you? Mm -hmm. And so I think I'm at the place. Now, of course, I want that. But if it takes me too far away from God on my purpose, then I know that it's not for me. But um, I think it's going to happen really soon. I have a really strange feeling. It's kind of like that Ford call, that Spanx call, Mm -hmm. and that Forbes call. Um, It's going to happen probably sooner than later. But I'm open to the possibilities. And I trust God enough with that just like I trust him with everything else. And so everything will happen so quickly. It'll be like, last year I wasn't married. Like, I didn't know you for hundred years. Like, <laughs> we just met. It feels like I've known you my whole life. And right. so I write letters to my husband. I read to him. I talk out loud to him. Wow. I buy two concert tickets um, in advance for stuff, just in case he shows up in the next six months. I already have a ticket for him. Wow. Um, me and one of my girlfriends have already booked a flight because I do stuff on 11-11 every year. We've already booked two rooms in Egypt. Um, to go to the pyramids on 11-11. And we have two suites. That's next level. So, I mean, it's... That's I mean, a
0: whole nother level of I faith. I mean, it's, it's,
1: you know, and it, it's, it's blind faith, but it's like, if it doesn't work out, we just have a girlfriend's trip. Yeah. But I'm showing God, like, I'm doing my part. <laughs> I need you to put somebody in this tuxedo next right, to me. Right. But I just, because... I don't believe God has forgotten about that part of my life. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, well, I can only have this. I can only have that. Like, even with Serena, you know, trying to play, she's like, I miss my daughter's first step, but... I was able to have my daughter because she almost died during childbirth so it's like you look at the good and the bad and you still find god mm-hmm. and i think i always find god in everything even my dad fought my dad passing away i still found god in the room grandmother passing away still found god got mm-hmm. let go two or three times got you know got cheated on got mis you know misled still found god and so even in that um i forgot i came out with a book too forgot to tell you about that you got a book yeah i wrote a book really yeah I wrote you a have book. one on you I might have one in the car. Okay, I want to one. But yeah, so it's, it's still finding God and knowing that those, those voids is where I'm supposed to be doing something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how artwork came into play. So once, I mean, I think with me, once I took a f- leap of faith in artwork, it made me fearless in every area of my life. Mm-hmm. So meet a great guy, something don't work out. I'm okay with saying goodbye because yeah. somebody greater is on his way. Yeah. You know, and I think that if people just realize that the same God that brought this great thing in your life, Mm-hmm. There's a hundred more in the world. Yeah, there's seven billion people on the earth. You worrying about one?
0: Yeah., yeah. so
1: I think that's where I am with all of that.
0: So somebody is out there watching it um, as we come to a close, we want to know because I, I get entrepreneurs on the show and like they're doing some amazing things. Yeah, but they don't realize that we all need help. Like yeah. I have yeah. a list of things y'all I need help with, yeah, okay. Yeah. So what are the things that you need help with? Um, you know, things that you're struggling with, because mm-hmm. we all are struggling. Don't like, don't let the interviews fool you. There's always something that yes. we need, especially going to the yeah. next level. So yeah. um, what do you need help with? What are you struggling with?
1: Balance. Really struggling with balance, making sure that I let my friends and family know that I love them. I want to spend time with them and not shutting them out to be productive,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, because I am a very zero to 100, I either do a bunch of work or none at all. Mm-hmm. So finding that 50% very healthy balance. Um, and being okay with delegating and leaving it alone. The same way we, we, I talk about praying to God is like ordering a pizza. So I ordered a pizza, I got all the stuff I wanted on there and I keep calling Pizza Hut every 10 minutes. Pizza Hut's like, bruh, <laughs> you already put your order in, like we're in route, just let us make it. Right. So that's the same thing with life. You have to learn mm-hmm. how to, okay, David, I need help with you making the shirts, you good? Mm-hmm. I trust you, Could. Did you do the black shirts or did you do the white shirt? You're like, Mel, you, you trust me, right? I was like, yeah, I trust you. Just to make sure. So I need to be okay with delegating and building a team. Like, I'll build a team, but I'm still like, okay, y'all good? Right. So I'm not even painting. I'm, I built a team, but I'm really doing it three times because now I'm watching David. I'm watching Monique, Melanie. Y'all, you did the pictures. You, did the, you, wrote, the, you wrote the press release. Mom, you good? Mel, go do something else. So it's really all about trusting who God sends to you and really building them up. Like I'm a, I'm a delegator, but I'm still a, a micromanager. I'm like, well, did you do the pictures?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Did you do that? Did you do this? And also it is not being afraid to scale your business up. A thousand percent is scary to me mm-hmm. um, because now I'm gonna have to release, cause I'm big on touching every one of my products. I was like, I'm gonna touch all my head wraps. Yeah. I'm gonna have to release these, these designs to China. That's scary to me. Scary. Um, but I can't grow by doing business in my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't get to 100 head wraps and want to touch everyone. God is like, you want to increase? You want it to me enlarge in territory? Yeah. Release this to China. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's balance, delegation, and growth. Don't be afraid to grow. And growth too, part B, is letting people go. Um, my biggest challenges has been to leave friendships and relationships and just people and partnerships in general in order to grow and not being afraid To let those friendships go Mm -hmm. to let those partnerships go to walk away from situations that are not self-serving um that are not feeding you because there's some people we've been friends with for years that we feel like we're going to be with for years Mm -hmm. and they're just not meant to be on the next part of your journey wonderful people wonderful experiences they just aren't going to be there forever and that doesn't mean you stop being friends with them but you just stop sharing all that intimate growth that you have going on Mm -hmm. so you're like well you didn't tell me you were doing something like yeah i just you know i just kind of kept to myself Not that anything against you. God has to keep, you have to keep some stuff to yourself. And so I've learned that some friends come in your life just for that season. Some friends will be with you forever. And some friends are not gonna be business friends. They'll just be like different kind of friends. Mm -hmm. And so God has sent me a whole, my sister said, you got a bunch of new friends. I said, these are friends for this season. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just so exciting to know that God has some people out there that are tailor made for your journey and being okay with new friends. Some people say no new friends, no, absolutely new friends. Um, and they push me. I mean even us like we're, we're not friend friends like best friends But if you DM me or call me, I'm like I'm all in like what, what you got yeah. going on? What's going on? And so God will send you people in your journey to keep you going um, And I think it's important that you're open to new mentors always be willing to start over Always mm-hmm. be willing to be open to new friends because somebody is carrying a message that God maybe want to get to you And it may not come in a familiar package yeah. And you got to be open to that.
0: Wow. Wow. Well, I hope you guys uh, took notes. Okay. Yes. Please reach out to Melissa. Please tell them how they can reach out to you and buy so your the, products. So
1: the easiest way to reach me is MelissaAMitchell.com. That's my website. It has links to all my other good stuff. The and
0: DM my works. DM, DM works. works. Business. <laughs>
1: Maybe my husband. I don't know. But, um, and so my Instagram is a little more difficult to spell, but it's ABL Creations. and people ask what ABL means, and I'll tell you that as well. ABL means honey honeybee in French mm. and Melissa means honeybee in Greek. Oh wow. And so instead of just saying Melissa's creations, I call it ABL creations. Good. Um, my father named me, he was studying the productivity of bees and I was born almost premature. And so he said that I would be fearless and I would be a leader and I'd be like a bee. So mm. I'm Melissa. And so ABL creations on Instagram and it's A B E I L L E creations. And that's on Instagram. So I'm the fearless honeybee. I love it. Yes.
0: I love it. I yes. love everything about you. I can't wait to watch Yay. this five years from now and be like, oh my God. going insane. She said she was going to do that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. I'm glad you came to the show. Yes,
1: I'm glad I came back. All right.
2: Boom. Follow her, y'all.